I'm Julianne DeLynn Hatton, and you're listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. This series will discuss the Prophet Joseph Smith and the authenticity of the gospel he restored. I'll be speaking with Michael R. Ash, author of the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Good evening, Michael Ash. Good evening, Julianne. We're talking about the Book of Abraham for the next few podcasts. Tell me why you thought that was important to put it in your book. When I wrote my book, Faith and Reason, I thought that I needed to include something about the Book of Abraham because it's a a volume of our scripture where some members stumble and that they stumble sometimes because we, we really don't know a lot about uh, how the translation that we have, the, the scripture that we have that's called the Book of Abraham, how it relates to the ancient old world. Um, we know that somehow the Joseph Smith papyra uh, that the church had in Joseph Smith's day that they acquired and, and bought, that, that somehow there's a connection there, but we don't know the exact connection. In fact, uh, what we do know is that the scraps that are left over from the Joseph Smith papyrus don't have anything to do with Abraham. In fact, they don't have anything to do with the text from the book of Abraham. And so there seems to be some sort of obvious disconnect. And so that's what makes it challenging for Latter-day Saints. Um, And there's a lot of reasons why that that disconnect does not automatically uh, spell any kind of uh, doom for the the book of Abraham in Scripture. And I talk about that in my other book of uh, Shaken Faith Syndrome. But I thought in this book, in, in Faith and Reason, I would point out that some of the traditions that we have and evidences that we have of uh, early Jewish culture understanding of Abraham match pretty well with what we uh, have contained in our scriptural book of Abraham. Well, that leads us to today's topic, which is Ur and Olashem. Yeah, Ur and Olashem. It uh, again, unusual sounding names, but they. Uh, they are mentioned in uh, ancient scripture, both in Latter-day Saint scripture and uh, other ancient writings. What do we find in Nehemiah? In Nehemiah, we, we uh, are told, and, and this is the Bible, it, it says that uh, in chapter 9, verse 7, it says that God did choose Abram and broughtest him forth out of Ur of the Chaldees and gavest him the name of Abraham. So the Bible is telling basically kind of the location of where Abraham was at, and it's the Ur of Chaldees. And this gave Bible scholars and archaeologists some place to look to try to find the homeland of Abraham. And and for most of the Bible uh, scholarly history, it was suggested that this Ur of the Chaldees was in southern Iraq uh, in an area, and I I hope I don't uh, butcher the pronunciation here, but an area known as the Tel al-Mukayar. And uh, the problem with the Book of Abraham on this is that we read that Abraham, uh, in Abraham's day, that the Ur was heavily influenced by Egypt, this would have been in about 2000 BC. Well, that goes against the grain of what scholars say for the area of Tel al makar They say that area wasn't influenced by uh, Egypt. And so 
um, again, there seems to be some sort of disconnect. What are we finding out with recent scholarship about this? Well, that's where it really gets interesting and supportive for the Book of Abraham. Uh, there's a, a place near northern Syria, and it's also near southern Turkey, uh, that's known as the Aram Naharayam. And again, hopefully I didn't butcher that pronunciation, but basically this is an area that was influenced by Egypt during the days of Abraham, and some scholars think that that might have been where the Ur of the Chaldees was. Now, in Abraham chapter 1, verses 10, and, and this is again the uh, LDS scripture, we read that this land was near what Abraham calls the plain of Olashem. Well, the Bible doesn't mention Olashem. It's, like I said, again, unique to the book of Abraham, but there's an inscription that was discovered recently in this area that scholars translate as Olashem, and it dates to the right time at roughly 2000 BC, and it's in northern Syria. So this lends support that Joseph Smith got it right, that the Ur of Chaldees was somewhere near northern Syria, near this plain of Olashem, uh, and it's, it's supported uh, almost precisely what we're finding from uh, most current uh, archaeological and scholarly finds from that area. Now, this is one of the evidences in your book that is fairly recent. Correct, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's something that wasn't known in Joseph Smith's day, um, there was no Latter-day Saint uh, scholars that had made mention of this. You know, we, we really didn't know how to, you know, tie in the LDS scripture with biblical archaeology for the land of the Ur of the Chaldees. But now all of a sudden, from uh, non-LDS scholars, this uh, uh, transcription shows up that uh, suggests that Joseph Smith had the, the place correct and that earlier biblical scholars were wrong. We can find out the details about this in your book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Correct. And where can we find the book? It can be purchased at the uh, Fair Mormon bookstore. That If you just go to fairmormon.org, uh, there's one of the one, most wonderful LDS bookstores right online that you can order from. It's also available uh, from Amazon and from a number of different uh, desert books if you live in the Utah area. Thank you, Michael Ash. Thank you, Julianne. Thanks for listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. I'm your host, Julianne DeLynn Hatton, inviting you to keep the faith. Michael R. Ash is the author of the book, Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Faith and Reason is produced by Tom Hatton with music courtesy of Arthur Hatton. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You can support this podcast by subscribing to it in iTunes and by rating it and writing a review. Questions or comments can be sent to podcast at fairmormon.org or you may join the conversation at fairblog.org.